is a backroom deal involving Bill Seitz, the reason Ohio lawmakers have done nothing to repeal the corrupt $1.3 billion bailout of the state's nuclear plants. The legislature sends Governor Mike DeWine a controversial stand-your-ground bill that Democrats say means more black people would get shot. And people all over the country are registering trademarks to cash in on whatever the new name for the Cleveland Indians is. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Monday, December 21st, the shortest day of the year. The days start getting longer again tomorrow. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. For anyone wondering why the Ohio legislature has failed for half a year to repeal the corrupt HB6 bill that provides more than a billion bucks to Ohio nuclear plants, now comes news that the owner of those plants has been working behind the scenes with House Majority Leader Bill Seitz to fashion a bill to the company's liking. We've been wondering whether the utility company was still wielding influence It apparently is. From reporter Jeremy Pelzer on Sunday, we learned that Energy Harbor, the company that First Energy dished off its two nuclear plants to after securing the $1.3 billion bailout, wants a bill passed to give it the choice on whether to accept the bailout money. It is straining all credibility by claiming it might not want the money. Again, we are talking about $1.3 billion. Sites is working to give them that choice. Others have demanded that the bailout be abandoned, repealed, until Energy Harbor proves that it needs it. When the legislature passed the corrupt version HB6, fueled by $60 million in bribe money from First Energy, Seitz and his colleagues did not require a single piece of evidence that the nuclear plants needed any cash at all. Ohio lawmakers have passed a controversial stand-your-ground bill, removing any duty to retreat before using deadly force in self-defense. The passage of the bill defies Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who said he did not want to see any bills expanding gun rights before lawmakers passed his gun reforms to strengthen prison penalties for felons who use guns in crimes. The new bill drew sharp criticism from Democrats, who said stand your ground is used most often to defend the shooting of black people. Democrats complain that the Republicans who pass the law are not talking to black people about the violence in their neighborhoods. The legislature does not appear to have the votes it needs to override the governor if he vetoes the bill. We don't know if he'll do that. As soon as the Cleveland Indians announced they might change their name during the summer, people from all over the country rushed to cash in by registering trademarks for likely candidates for the new names. Things like the Cleveland Crowhoppers, Cleveland Squires, and Cleveland Citizens are among the possibilities that the so-called trademark squatters are betting on. Reporter Bob Higgs found at least 20 such registrations have been filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Bob also talked to lawyers who told him that the registrations are not a path to riches. For one, the Indians could challenge the trademarks if they're not being used. 
For another, people who do this kind of thing usually get no more than a few thousand dollars from businesses that would rather spend a little money to make something go away than go through the legal process to legally take over the trademarks. The Ohio Supreme Court on Friday tossed a judge's decision that a Lorraine father make all reasonable efforts to avoid impregnating a woman while on probation for failing to pay child support. The state's high court ruled in favor of London Chapman, who pleaded guilty to charges for not paying child support for his 11 children. He owed more than $200,000. Lorain County probate judge James Walther placed Chapman on probation for five years and included the clause about not impregnating women. Supreme Court justices said that restriction simply went too far. We asked last week where Ohio's two senators, Sherrod Brown and Rob Portman, were on helping their constituents get through the lengthy delays in Northeast Ohio's U.S. mail delivery And one of the two jumped into the fray on Friday. Brown has put out the word that he wants to hear from any Ohioan experiencing delays on Christmas cards, online shopping orders, medicines, checks, and anything else. For his part, Portman says he's working to get the Postal Service more funding. But that's a long-term solution that won't help with the immediate problems people are facing this holiday, especially in Northeast Ohio. Dozens of trucks continue to pile up at Cleveland's main processing and distribution center in downtown. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. We've got an abbreviated schedule this week. We'll be here Monday through Thursday, and then we will be off Friday until January 4th.